Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. Uh, of course, this is uh, Wednesday on The Drive, so we get the first injury report of yeah, the week yeah. for the Steelers. Halfway uh, through. Going through their first practice today. Um, well, some LPs here, uh, which means limited practices. Uh, Cameron Sutton with the groin and hamstring for the okay. Steelers. Levi Wallace with a foot. That wasn't uh, something Ooh, that... Uh, against the former team. Yeah. Uh, Chris Wormley with an ankle was limited. And then Cam Hayward with a uh, ankle and elbow was limited as well. Uh, and then three uh, D- DMPs for the Steelers. Akello Weatherspoon uh, with the hamstring. Terrell Edmonds with a concussion. Minka Fitzpatrick with the knee. Uh, none of those three practice. So was, uh, defensively, well, the Edmonds Steelers... wasn't allowed. Yeah, he, well, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Uh, he's he's working his way through the uh, concussion protocol. We'll see how, where that goes for him. And we think Witherspoon's out no matter what, pretty much, right? Tomlin pretty much said yeah, uh, yesterday that, right. that uh, Witherspoon isn't going to play this week. The rest of those guys, uh, I would expect to uh, to be back. If they if they didn't practice today, I would expect at least a limited practice mm-hmm. tomorrow. I'm sure Cam did anything. I mean, I'm not sure he did out there. You know, went went crazy, but I didn't think yeah. he would dress at all on a Wednesday. Well, and, they play with that know. a little bit yeah, here. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, what they limited. I, I'm always is a interested. Yeah, I'm all, I'm always interested to see what a guy is listed at after what I see on the field. Okay, yeah, you sit there, you watch <laughs> practice, and then you say, "What did they call him today?" Yeah, because yeah, I mean, not that it's dirty pool or you know messing with the opponent, but I'm sure a lot of them are judgment calls. <laughs> For the Bills, they've got about 15 guys here in their injury report. Mm, I didn't realize they were that banged up. I knew a few of them. but Cornerback Christian Benford with a hand did not he practice. He plays. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's not a well-known guy, but in their nickel, which is what they live in, he plays. He plays. Uh, wide receiver Jamison Crowder with the ankle. We know he's out. He's, he's, out, he's right. got a fractured ankle. Gabe Davis with the ankle was a full participant. Their secondary receivers are problematic. Yeah. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds with a hamstring did not practice. Okay. Uh, Daquan Jones was a veteran rest day, so that's not a big deal. Yeah. But Dawson Knox with a foot and hamstring did hmm. not practice. Wow. 
Uh, Jake Kumaro, another wide receiver yeah. with an ankle, did right, not right. practice. Uh, now, cornerback Cam Lewis with a forearm and knee injury was a full participant, but Isaiah McKenzie with a concussion did not practice. McKenzie's a big key to me. We'll get to it after the, yeah. the, 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 the you're done reading them, but yeah. Uh, Vaughn Miller was a veteran rest day. Limited was Mitch Morris with an elbow, their center. Mm-hmm. He uh, didn't play last week. Yeah. So he's trending in the right direction, but. Uh, offensive lineman Justin Murray with a foot was limited. Defensive tackle Ed Oliver with an ankle was limited. Defensive tackle Jordan Phillips with a hamstring was limited. And then two other guys that didn't practice, uh, safety Jordan Poyer with the ribs. Hmm. And uh, guard Roger Saffold was given a veteran day off. Okay. That's a, it's a that's big a, number. That's a the lengthy – that's yeah. about as Even lengthy as an right. injury list as I can remember in a long time. And one or two were veteran day off type yeah. guys. You know, I mean, so it's interesting. Uh, I mentioned the receiver situation. I'm sure most of our listeners are aware of Stefan Diggs. I mean, he's a top five receiver. He's maybe the only receiver on the Bills that wasn't listed on here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where I'm going with it, including Knox. Um, Singletary's role as a receiver has grown a little. Knox has not been super impressive. He's just kind of a guy at this point. Um, Diggs, only Tyreek Hill has more receiving yards. He's a superstar. But, boy, I would double him like crazy considering where they're at. Everyone looked at Gabe Davis like a really strong number two, and he was drafted high in fantasy leagues. And he's out there every snap, but they don't throw him the football, and he doesn't get open. And he's fighting. And is it an ankle? It's an ankle, yeah. yeah. And historically, I saw some numbers today. Any time in his career when he's been questionable, he's done, like, very little. He doesn't seem to battle through injuries particularly well. Um, you mentioned what's-his-face, the Crowder, the slot receiver, is out which would really open the door for Isaiah McKenzie, who's a really interesting do-it-all, jack-of-all-trades, developing slot receiver. But he's on the list, too. Yeah. You know, like, he could have a big game, but what condition's he in? And then yeah. Shakir has, is in the mix, too. Yeah, Shakir's the only other guy on their roster uh, who's on the active roster right now, and he's the only other one that's not listed on the injury report. I mean, he came in the, league, he came in the, the season as their third slot, you know, kind right. of a redshirt year. We like you, develop for a while, and now he's thrust right into the action. Yeah, so that's interesting for a team that likes to live in shotgun with three receivers on yeah, the field. Yeah. and They throw a high percentage of the time, and, you know, right. I mean, Allen's got a ton of attempts. I think he's first or second in the league yeah. in attempts. You know? The interesting thing about this is that all the Steeler cornerbacks are banged up. <laughs> right. All and, the Jet, or the all the uh, the Bills wide receivers are banged up. Yeah, including both Steeler safeties. You know, at yeah. the moment, you know, I think we're optimistic on the starting safeties, but you know, that's not tremendous. Um, yeah, tomorrow will be key. I mean, see where some of these guys are at. But I assume they won't have Witherspoon. Um, this Wallace news is a little scary, considering one of those guys has to spend some time on digs. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't think. You know, these are. I would expect them to have at least. I, th- I think both safeties and two of the corners back. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I mean, Probably it's Sutton and Wallace, yeah. right? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's interesting to me. I mean, you, you, we talked yesterday, and you were talking about their defensive linemen that they rotate there. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Daquan Jones, uh, Oliver. Oliver Phillips. Phillips all kind of. I think Oliver and Phillips missed last week. They've certainly missed time already this year. So I think they're trending in the right direction. But they've used nine guys up front, well, yeah. the front four, never blitz, and they just keep rotating them in. And it's it's amazing. But they're, they're three of them are you know on that list. Yeah, I mean, I think if you 
you know, I think they're all good, but I think Oliver and Phillips are two of their better guys. They're the starting details. Yeah. I mean, Jones mixes in as well. They have such a luxury because they, like I said, they have nine guys, so they're they're all very different. Oliver's kind of unique in that of their D tackles, he's not three twenty. Yeah, he's two eighty ish. Yeah, I mean, has great combine numbers. You know, there were Aaron Donald comparisons, which easy. You know, I mean, <laughs> but he's an up and coming, penetrating, attacking guy. He's probably closer to Levon Kirkland than he is their defensive tackles, just in terms of you know size and explosion and things like that. Um, but it'd be a big deal if he's out because he, he causes problems up the middle. He's different than their other D tackles. Well, even, you know, it's an ankle injury for him. And even he's if he's, on yeah, he's and, built yeah. up a game for a player whose game is built on his quickness and mm-hmm. his first step and Good things point. of that nature. Uh, you wonder if that limits him a little bit. Sure. Uh, makes him a little less explosive. Probably. I mean, he's got a great get off. Um, if you pull up like his combine numbers, you'll be shocked by his jumps and his forties and change of directions. And he was like the ninth pick in the draft, you know, out of yeah. Houston. You know, I mean, <laughs> where he dominated. You know, so a lot to like with him. He started his career a little slow, but he's coming along pretty well the last year and a half or so. Yeah, uh, so that that makes this uh, an interesting little chess match here. Yeah, um, you know that uh, one team's strength, which is their wide receivers, is you know the Steelers banged up on that side of the ball as well. Uh, and another strength is their defensive tackles in there. Well, mm-hmm. a little. The other one that I wanted to, to touch on too is Mitch Morse because I, I give the Bills. Here's kind of the history of their line. Is it, I think it was Allen's second season or second off season. They went out and spent a lot of money on like eight offensive linemen, including Mitch Morse, who was the, the only one that was a clear starter, and he's kind of been the foundation of this rebuilt line for the last couple of years. And he's the 10th best center in the league or something like that. I mean, he's not pouncy or webby or, you know, but he's a, a real quality player. And they've had so much shuffling with their O-line this year. They've used a lot of bodies there. I'm just a huge believer that starting centers have value that you can't put numbers on or, you know, quantify in any way. I, I, I've said this for years. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I bet – that if you bet against the team against the spread that didn't have their their starting center for the last twenty years, I bet you make a lot of money. <laughs> you know they're yeah, important yeah. dudes and picking up stunts and communication and all that kind of stuff. So keep an eye on Mitch Morse's status. Matt, I, I thought of something today as I was driving mm-hmm. here um, after covering practice today, and I was thinking about Pat Fryermuth and how you know we talked about this before how yeah. a young quarterback's Best friend is is his tight, tight often end. his tight yeah, end, right? right. Um, and we saw, you know, again we saw Pickett connect with Fryermuth a couple of times mm-hmm. early in this game, and it just made me wonder. All the people out there who were banging the drum, well, the Steelers should have taken Creed Humphrey. That's funny. I was about to go in, down instead. That road yeah, where would the Steelers be right now without Pat Fryermuth? Right. Hey, Creed Humphrey's great. I mean, I'd love to have Creed Humphrey. I mean, you can't have. I mean, you can't have everything. You know, I right. Mean, we can look at every draft and be like, boy, but you should have taken him, him, and him. That's not how it works. I mean, you have to make decisions. But I very much think, and I thought this at the time, we talked about it, that they were building a nest for – they didn't know Kenny Pickett was going to be their next quarterback, but they knew somebody was going to be very different and very possibly a first-round pick. And, and as a rule of thumb, I'm not huge on taking running backs in round one, but we've talked that to death, and 
if Derisaw, who was there the pick before, were there, maybe I would have taken him over Harris. But other than that, there was kind of a gap. There wasn't an obvious other right. choice. And then, you know, I remember you and I being live on the on the draft whenever the Friermuth pick came up, and we thought, well, this has to be Creed Humphrey, right? And I don't know that I trade Friermuth for Humphrey, you know, and to be very honest. And Friermuth and Harris, to my point, are very picket-friendly They're players. foundational pieces. And without question. Yeah. And, and we haven't seen Harris as a receiver as much as I'd like this year, but I'm sure it'll come. And it'd be great to have all three, don't get me wrong. But you had to pick two, and... If what people forget, and it's easy to forget that, is there was five or six centers, including Kendrick Green, who has not worked out. I'm, you know, I like Green, but Myers and Green Bay, he's a starter in that class. Yeah. So they didn't jump on the center because they know centers fall if there's only three teams in the league in the center market, and there's five of them. So that's why I think they took Fryermuth, and they should be thrilled about it. He's a star. Yeah, and I'm just I'm just looking here, and again, these are pro football focus grades, mm. um, but they are what they are. I'm going to give Pro Football Focus some credit today, by the way. Are you? Yeah. So they put out an O-line ranking once a week. Okay. Steelers shot up 13, point, 13 spots in their ranking. And honestly, I rarely even click on it. But they said by their metrics, you know who has the fewest pressures allowed in the entire league? The Steelers. I don't think anyone listening would ever think that. Yeah. And pressures are a little bit of a gray term. A, yeah. I never write pressures in an article right. I do. But they're like they're third. They're even. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pressures are even less of a statistic than tackles. No, they're kind of. Do I'm going to call that a pressure or not? Right. So I, I hesitate to say that. But if you're in the top five, you right. Know, you know, and it's not like it's last year with Ben getting the ball out in 2.1 seconds. You know. So I, I thought that was a little backing to this O line. That hey, it's a little bit better than people think. I, I'm just looking here Especially at this. They have Humphrey graded as their number one no, center they? again. Okay, they did last year as well. Again, I don't know if that maybe the the guy in Kansas City who does their grading just loves him some Creed Humphrey. Yeah, right. I have a hard time believing that Creed Humphrey every snap Creed stepped Humphrey. right in last right, year and was right. the number one center in the league. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I believe that. I mean, they were dominant running the ball in Tampa this week. Right, I'm sure that helped its cause. Didn't hurt. Yeah, um, Mason Cole though is sixth. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chooks is high on their list. I know that. Daniels was high on their list at least two weeks ago when I wrote an article about it. I'm sure they haven't gone down. At the tight end position. I bet he's pretty high. Pat Fryermuth is their third-rated tight end. The only guys Kelsey better are Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty lofty company to keep. Yeah. I think I, I sent you my stat pack, but, I mean, his targets are, I think, third in the league. I, I think it's Kelsey Higby who's targeted way too much. Um, and then Fryermuth, and it's every week now, too, as a receiver. Yeah. And they factor in blocking, which also is subjective. I mean, I'm talking about pro right, football right. focus. You know, hey, was that a good block or not? Nah, we'll give him a check mark here or a minus or however they do it. But I do think he's come a long way as a blocker. The he, funny, didn't, he didn't do much of it at Penn State. <laughs> Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. So I'm looking here at their grades on these guys. And, of course, they, you know, um, they've got Kelsey rated as an 87.9 as a receiver. Okay. Not going to fight you on that, right? 
He had him as a 72.9 as a pass blocker and a 75.8 as a run blocker. Now, I am sorry. I bet he's pass blocked once this year. Yeah, right. <laughs> and maybe right. it was against some safety. Well, here's the okay, funny right. thing about it. So, with Andrews as a receiver, he's a 77.8. Okay. As a run blocker, he's a 69.6. As a pass blocker, he ha- <laughs> Mr. Andrews has no grade point average. Well, they just he has have a zero. <laughs> I mean, I bet Kelsey's really one too. Yeah, I mean, a couple of these well, actually, guys. Actually, they, they have a list. They have he has four pass blocking. Four pass blocking them <laughs> in okay. four games. He has pass block once every four every game. And now I think about it, I bet I can name which ones they are. I bet they're those goofy <laughs> shovel passes yeah, that count as a pass. Somebody else, yeah, down at the goal line where Kelsey has to block somebody, but he's going out on a route. But, yeah, but they give him a seventy-two point nine when he does that, like. Well, good. I mean, I guess you got to grade it, I guess. I mean, you got to stay true to your, your system. <laughs> but you look at this, a lot of these guys, a lot of these tight ends, I mean, Fryermuth has 15 pass blocks because they're going out right, in routes. Right, right, right. Pass blocking know? for a tight end isn't all that important. Run no. blocking's a Run nice blocking's character. a bigger right. deal, yeah. Yeah, and I think Fryermuth's come a long way run blocking. I mean, he's not going to put defensive ends on their butt time and time again, but I don't see him as a liability. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking here that. You know, some of these things are not like the other. So one is Kelsey, two is Andrews, three is Fryermuth. David Njoku has the fourth highest grade. I think he's playing really well. Will Disley is fifth. I know. I, I, I knew it would be high. Colby Parkinson is sixth. He's a Falcon? No, he's a Seahawk. Okay. Two of the Seahawks tight ends. right. And neither one's Noah Fant who they traded for. Yeah. Then you have seven is Parker Hess from the Falcons. He's the one that outsnapped Kyle Pitts. He's my yeah. mortal enemy in fantasy. He's got 103 run blocks this year. That's all, all, he, do. all he does is block. He's probably and like 34 pass blocks. He's yeah. like another. He, he might as well just call him an off another offensive lineman. Right, put 78 on his back. And, yeah, yeah, right. But somehow he's got 42 uh, routes that okay. he's run. Uh, probably has three Keep catches. him off the field. Kyle Pitts or Daniel Bellinger then is eighth. He's been pretty impressive yeah. as a rookie. And then Kyle Pitts is nine. Okay. Now, I just Kyle, don't think they're throwing on the ball. Kyle, P- open. Kyle Pitts has an 85.3 rating as a pass blocker. Which is probably two t- attempts, too. It's 12. 12, wow. 12. Wow. That's, you're doing it wrong if you asked him to pass Exactly. Block right. Yeah, what are you doing with that? Like, right. Uh, and he has a 60. He's run block 87 times. Because that's all they do is run the ball. He ran 12 routes last week. It's <laughs> insane. He's the most gifted... <laughs> unique unicorn pass catcher <laughs> on the planet. And, and uh, even if you hate him, I mean, run routes. I mean, oh, man. Move him out to wide receiver. That's what he did last year. He was outside the numbers. Play him out there and let him anybody. be a wide receiver. Yeah. Never take him off the field. Never take him off the field. That, that's the key. That other dude I'd never heard of in Atlanta <laughs> outstapped him. That's week. that's overthinking bonkers. things. Right. Like the Steelers are not doing that this year. Oh, they're playing the hits. Yeah. I mean, that includes Harris, Fryermuth, and their top three receivers. I mean, the other guys. Oh, quick, I meant to ask you this during the injury segment. Um, Calvin Austin is being talked about and is. He's back eligible to return eligible. to practice. Okay. Let's not the pump the brakes on that, folks. He hasn't, he didn't, he didn't play any single preseason right. game. He got hurt like the second week of training camp. Mm-hmm. They haven't seen him in two months on the field. Right, right, right. So you don't think he'll he's be not, part of a pack. He's not riding in as or, the savior. No, no, no. no. And they don't even need him. I mean, no. I, I think we've seen too much of Gunner and Boykin, and they've been fine. But I am interested to see him in a, in a Steeler uniform. Could he take Gunner's punt? No return duties. No. Again, okay. he hasn't done anything hasn't in two done. months. Yeah. Two months. Right. If I mean, anybody takes that spot, it's Steven Sims. Uh, I guess so. 
Yeah, that would make more sense. I mean, he at least has caught punts in the last. Week. Yeah, and he's done it before in the NFL, and he's yeah, been yeah. on the. He's been practicing for the last two months. Mm-hmm. No, you know, it it's sense. like people just get these expectations for these rookies, and it's no. Right, he was fun to watch up there, Austin, with that speed. But it'll probably be a while. It's going to give him some time. To, they got three weeks to do something here with him. Let him. Okay. They'll, they'll probably end up taking the entire three weeks. Yeah, we need to address it though. I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, just you know, he's. He's an interesting player. I, I love the pick. I heard a I fantasy show there. this morning, and they're talking about don't don't overlook this guy coming back. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh wow, no. I mean, he's going <laughs> to see. I'm talking like six or seven snaps a game. <laughs> what are you t- I mean, right? Come yeah. in and bring up something that hasn't been on tape yet. You know, a burner and a jet sweep guy. I mean, he got to get a helmet first. It's just like got to get activated first. Like. It's just like the Pitts conversation. Yeah. I'm not taking Pickens off the field. No, I'm not taking Johnson off the field. I mean, Claypool. If you're going to get heavy, maybe. But I mean. It would be very spot duty. I'm just looking at this in terms of the uh, snap count with the Steeler tight ends. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they don't list Hayward on here at all as a tight end. I don't know where they list him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've Maybe got fullback for them. Fryermuth with 196 snaps and Gentry with 101. Okay, I get that. A lot of them together. A lot of them together. Right. Uh, Fryermuth with 116 pass routes, mm-hmm. which is one of the most in the league. By yeah. the way, yeah. Gentry with 24. Fryermuth with 15 pass blocks, Gentry with 19. Fryermuth with 65 run blocks, and Gentry with 58. Okay. It's a bit of a... When but Fryermuth's always on the field. Fryermuth's always on the field. I'm sure yeah. he takes... I mean, he doesn't play 100% of the snaps, of course, but he plays well He's over, playing about 50... Uh, well over 80. 50 snaps a game, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there aren't many snaps with just Gentry on the field. I do wonder... And I guess it's something we could probably figure out. But when they have 12 personnel, when Gentry and Fryermuth are on the field together, I wonder what their run-pass percentage is. Part of me just worries that it might be a tell, you know, because you're just, you're just naming the the amount of run-blocking Gentry's done versus his snaps. I'm curious what their run-pass percentage is out of 12, because if it's really, really heavy run, the world knows it, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not even seeing. They don't even list any fullbacks for the Steelers, which isn't right. Again, it's just, right. you know, and Watt, call them running backs, Watt played a lot of snaps last week, right? Maybe, you know, it's, maybe it's, they don't have fullbacks in there at all. Maybe yeah, they're all running backs. Maybe I don't know. Now I'm looking here at the running backs, and they just have Najee Harris and Jalen Warren listed. So I don't know where they list. That's interesting because I've never sorted it like this. But I use Pro Football Focus for snap counts, and my one special teams note in my stat pack was. There's four Steelers that have played every snap of kickoff, kickoff cover, or kickoff return, punt, and punt return. And Hayward's one of them. So, I mean, they know he exists. <laughs> <laughs> they must have some title by him. Yeah. But he's I'm, one of them. I'm looking here at the uh, they, uh, Najee Harris Jalen Warren splits. It's 174 snaps for Najee Harris, 68 snaps for Jalen Warren. Mm-hmm. Um, Last week was the most lopsided to Najee. Yeah. Otherwise, it's been like a two-to-one split. Uh, it's 58 run snaps for Harris to 14 for Jalen Warren. 73 receiving snaps for Harris to 36 for Warren. Okay. So that's almost 50-50. Yeah, yeah. Warren's playing a lot on third and third downs. He is. Because uh, he's pretty good. You know. He's, yeah, he's that's a That's a good way to, to like take a little wear and tear off of Harris because mm-hmm. you know in pass blocking you're going to take a shot. Yeah, right, right, right. You know. I mean, it's almost like getting tackled. And then run blocking. Uh, that might be a big reason why Najee's catches are down, too, though. Yeah. You know, you can't have everything. No, you can't have everything. Right. Uh, 12 run blocks for Najee Harris, six for Jalen Warren. So 
Um, I assume that's on running back or quarterback scrambles or whatever. Yeah. No. Oh, by the way, they've graded Najee as a better runner than Harris, sixty-five point six to sixty point five. Najee over Warren. Yes. Okay. So the people saying, "Oh, yeah." I mean, I think that's apples apples to oranges. I mean, because I don't think Harris looks quite as good as he did last year. I bet there's that his foot's still an issue. I thought he looked pretty good on Sunday. But I thought he, that's what I was about to say. I think he looked better. Last time we saw him, he was hitting the hole. He was he was, he was breaking aggressive. tackles, yeah. um, and it's also much easier to be the two. It just yeah. is. You, know, you come in as the change of pace after nausea. There's something to beating up on a defense, and then the curveball comes. You know, yeah. And I'm not saying Warren can't be the one, but I mean, uh, to me, uh, I, I don't. I'm not in nearly in the camp of oh, Warren's better than Najee. Like, no, I, I, I I've heard that. that. I've heard it too. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think it's. I think he's correct. a great find. Yeah. You know, and he's better than Snell or anyone they've had recently is a number two, but he's, I mean, Harris deserves the workload. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we're going to take a break. He All is right. Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. I just got off on a tangent there and some of that stuff. And yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, just it's Something hit me there with, uh, with the whole uh, thing with, with Friermuth versus I don't know if people realize Humphrey. how far Friermuth is ascending in the tight end world across the league. I mean, it, it, I know those stats – back it up i mean there's maybe five guys i'd trade him for you know yeah and that doesn't even include like he's, age i mean i wouldn't trade for kelsey yeah know? he's he's on a pro bowl type yeah right, track right. this year absolutely um yeah uh check out the steelers week in review it's hosted by wesley Euler. it's a recap of the previous game as well as a look at the steelers next opponent new episodes drop every tuesday they're available on the steelers mobile app the iHeartRadio app and wherever you get your podcasts i'm dale lolly he is matt williamson uh, we'll be back with more in a drive right after this. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.